0: Close your eyes, count to ten, and gag me with a knife.
1: Hey guys, it's Emily and Alex coming at you with a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife. Tonight we're going to be talking about Hide and Go Shriek, probably my favorite slasher movie it's from 1987. I know we, I have covered this on my old podcast, Full Body Frights, but um, I wasn't too happy with... Uh, how it went down (laughs) as far as the other person. So um, now I'm going to be talking to someone that actually loves this movie because it's obvious that you should. So I'll read the back of the box. (laughs) Look your gasp. (gasps) Close your eyes. Count to 10 and run for your life. Hide and go shriek is one game. You'll be dying to finish eight friends sneak into a furniture store for an all night graduation party, a game of hide and seek turns into a grisly nightmare as members of the group are murdered one by one, leaving the others to the chilling realization that they could be next. In the terrifying tradition of Friday the 13th and Halloween comes hide-and-go shriek, a horrifying game of life and death. Your thoughts?
0: Okay, I was also gasping because I loved it more in high school than I did now. I haven't seen this in about 10 to 15 years. Um, But... I'm going to go ahead and just throw up my star rating real quick to get that out of the way. I'm going to go ahead and rate it three and a half to four stars, which I think is generous. And I think that anyone who isn't already like a fan of the slasher genre or just slashers in general, the 80s, will probably rate this lower. But I did have the nostalgia with it, and I'm a huge 80s slashers fan. So I'm rating it three and a half to four stars. Maybe by the time we talk, I'll settle on three and a half or the four. Um... But then the review itself, I mean, I guess my first question watching this movie for my review, um, what group of recent high school graduates thinks, let's just play hide and seek? And then it's like not even really hide I, and seek. I
1: did. I did. I remember one night right after high school. Oh, my God.
0: Well, you did you play there, Did you play hide and seek or did you end up playing hide and fuck? Because that's face it, that's all they do in this movie is hide and fuck.
1: Oh, well, no, it's hide and seek. It was on the farm. <laughs>
0: Oh, we probably did do that actually.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. Well whatever. But we did do it in an abandoned um furniture store or a closed down furniture store. But but for the hide and fucking, uh I mean I think this is probably the most on screen sex from different couples that I've ever seen in one horror movie. I mean, there's at least three, maybe four couples banging its brains out and like even in Friday the thirteenth or something, it's just like one or two couples that might be having sex, but like everybody's having sex in this one. Which is yeah, cool. It-
1: yeah, it's, and it's not like a—the sex isn't a focal point of why they get murdered, too, which is different. That's why so I don't understand why they said, in the terrifying tradition of Friday the 13th and Halloween, how is this movie anything like any either of those?
0: It's like none of that, because especially, too, like, I mean, I guess, you know, for this movie, um, well, we are sort of tricked the whole movie— because they show this creepy guy with like snake tattoos and you're assuming that he's the killer of the whole movie. But then, you know, at the very end as a twist and, you know, then we realize the MO is basically just them, the movie industry or the director, whoever, I think just playing on gay panic in the eighties. Uh, th- that's one reason I didn't love it as much because I've seen a lot of things um, about, transvestitism, gay panic in the eighties, just using that. I mean, I guess again, it was the eighties. So, uh, but like, I'm, I get so tired of seeing gay people as the monsters or just the victims all the time. But again, 1987, whatever, uh, I get that.
1: I, there's a part of me that agrees with that, but one, I don't really think he was just straight up gay. I think that he had other issues, which I'm not saying or mean you, like by all means. I'm not saying that they, they make you kill people, but it, I do think he had. It, it, he obviously had some kind of further psychopathy. <laughs>
0: he had huge psychosexuality issues, and that yeah. does play into the fact the very first kill in the movie with the prostitute, where he's banging her in the alley, like. Yeah to make it fit with the narrative he can't just be a cross-dressing gay man so um
1: and i also think you know as much as i think that movies like dress to kill or psycho even Mm -hmm. though they didn't know it at the time uh you know were damaging in a way to people that are uh, well, in Psycho, he's just a fucking nutbag. He's I don't I don't think he's like a uh, transsexual or anything like that. I just think he's fucking nuts. But because um, I mean, it's not like he's dressing up in women's clothing regularly. It's just his mom. So, um, but but Dress to Kill definitely. I, as as much as I do see that they're da- they can be damaging for people that you know identify themselves and so in that way Mm -hmm. at the same time like especially in this one it i feel like at least it gives exposure and in this one like it i don't i never watched this one thinking oh he's gay that's why he's crazy he it's more of like a love story gone wrong in my eyes because i that scene where he's talking to the guy that's it, it reminded me a lot of slumber party massacre two with where they have all the or three where they have all the red herrings because you're you know this guy's like the other guy's definitely supposed to be a red herring um but when they have that scene where they're talking and he's like i'm not in there he's like you know you said you'd be what he says something to him and he's like we're not in there anymore we're not in prison anymore in prison and i thought that that was just like heart-wrenching even though like i know this guy's killing people and like you know is a psycho like that it, i thought he was like more crazy because he was like a jilted lover yeah and i think it had less to do with him being gay i didn't look at that as like and you know maybe that's because of the times i'm growing at or but in high school, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't as per, like, I don't know. I don't in know high I would... school,
0: I definitely thought of it that way because that was when I was still closeted. And when he's running around, he, 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 like yeah. all those things, it did sort of capitalize on that. And then, like, before we get back to it, like, there was a, a movie that this reminded me of that came out in 1980, a very popular movie, but also very controversial called Cruising. Oh, crew, like, yeah,
1: the Al Pacino movie.
0: Yeah, very erotic. He's, yeah, he's, uh,
1: is he actually gay or does he play like he's like doing undercover detective work in the gay clubs?
0: Yeah, he's, he's like He's
1: actually gay in he's the He's in the urban he?
0: world of the gay S&M and leather bars. I um, could not
1: remember though if he was like an undercover cop that was playing a gay guy or if he's actually gay. I think he's actually gay in the movie.
0: I know he's very reluctant at first to like to to um to accept his assignment as his... Um, Well,
1: maybe that's because he was closeted.
0: Maybe he was closeted. I don't remember it as much, but like they really capitalized on gay panic, I think, in that movie. And then also, when you talk about how this one did give exposure, it did give exposure. Um, Looking back, it... It's different looking back on it than it was at the time. But there was a movie, a documentary that came out in 1995 called The Celluloid Closet. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, narrated by Lily Tomlin. And basically all they did in that, this is again, 95, before lots of rights and laws and legislation was put into place and exposure, acceptance, um, talked about how – gay lesbian bisexual and transgender in Hollywood films was ba- they were usually the victim the monster they had they got very sick and died I mean they just they always had these issues and that's just what I think about when I see hide and go shriek now yeah. i do see your point with like the jilted lover and everything um and i want to believe that's true but like the acting is just so atrocious now again I, again I like this movie three and a half four stars but the acting is totally atrocious it's full of crappy and cna's
1: but, I mean, we love that bad acting. That's, yeah, I, I yeah. know what you're saying. That that doesn't mean you don't like it.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, so to think that they would have this, like, deep and thought-provoking M.O. Or, or, or rationale behind the killer, I don't know. I like to look at that now. You can, you know, that's the great thing about reviews is you can analyze things to different perspectives.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you. I just think that, like, okay, so I'm thinking, like, to when my mom and my dad were little and – like no I mean, of course there were gay people, but no one was really gay. You know what I mean? Like Well yeah, like cellular clubs, they hit it all. At yeah, least I mean in this like, movie, they they they're, didn't they're they slowly... didn't
0: know it. Go ahead, sorry. sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I mean if like so like people like my parents, it's not that they were um and you can attest to this, it's not that they for a long a long time of their lives, they were born in nineteen forty eight and nineteen fifty. It's not that they were um, What's the word? Uh, like, pre- prejudice against gay people. They just didn't understand or know that it existed, really. Well, and so yeah. then as, like, time went on, um, like, I don't think my dad... My mom wouldn't have watched Dressed to Kill because she doesn't like horror movies. But I don't think my dad would have watched, watched Psycho or Dressed to Kill. Actually, I know he didn't wa- watch those and automatically think, well, all people that do that, that are this kind of way, are going to do that. Like, I just think it was giving and even cruising uh i think it just gave exposure to a lifestyle that many people did like for a long time didn't even know existed really yeah but for
0: for cruising i mean new york city the whole community they were protesting like because it was a very derogatory response to gay gay businesses but at the
1: same time wasn't that accurate though of the time
0: I mean, it's probably people are still hooking up all the time left and right now, straight and gay. But like, right? But but I'm
1: saying, like then though, there would have been because they had, you know, Reagan era, that whole era. They had, they had nothing else to like because the vietnam war was over so they really had nothing else to like bitch and moan about so they like i can see that coming out at that time and then being like well we have nothing better to do yeah. around that time than protest this because like uh it's i guess it's the worst thing we can think of right now i you know it's just like and that's a bunch of bigots that doesn't that's no, not you know, indicative of the people, whole
0: gay people were protesting the release of the movie they didn't want it released
1: really 'Cause yeah. I've heard, I've talked to a lot of the gay movie, people I've got to a lot of gay people that love that movie.
0: Yeah, well the film comes off as very anti gay. I mean, as you can expect, if you I mean it's 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 just a fragment of the gay community, but like right. it came across very anti gay. But anyway, um
1: Well, we haven't gotten really into any pro gay movies for exactly. years, so, to, for decades after yeah. that. So I think even just having a gay character in a movie was like a big step probably for them at the time. And yeah, and yeah, exactly. Even and, if, like just showing it at all, you know just what showing I mean? It. I
0: mean, I know that it was a bad, it was a bad representation. Um, it, I mean, gay people can be killers. I'm not saying there's no gay murders, but like, you know, there's, a fear of, there's the fear of AIDS. There's fear of just molestation. There's all these different fears. And then to make them a serial killer, killing kids in a furniture store. It just like, it didn't settle with me looking back, but like, I'm still, I still like this movie. And um speaking of random things on the movie and, like, the things that don't make sense, okay, this is, like, it's called Fine Furniture, right? Like, so, and it's, like, multiple stores, like, floors, I mean. Yeah. Um, who in the 1980s is gonna hire some ex-con covered in snake tattoos and let him live in the basement? Like, what is happening? Well,
1: you, you know, there's that whole scene at the beginning that's trying to explain it, but doesn't do a very good job.
0: Not at all. I mean, like, uh, I just think that this guy, to me, like, i don't know did it say what city this is it is this in new york city or
1: uh, i mean i feel like it is but it doesn't say it's like it's in, it's in an it's either in like something like chicago detroit you know yeah, new york. I mean, it's it's a it's a dark and that's another reason that i'm surprised i like it so much because i don't really like the dark uh gritty downtown type movies
0: yeah, this was borderline almost like 90s vibes because oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. get a lot of that. You get a lot of that type of theme and setting in the 90s horror.
1: Oh, for sure. And um, I've watched it so much that I don't know if I like it as much as I did then just because I've seen it so many times. But um, I would give it four for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least. Because I mean, it, I mean, it yeah. is my favorite slasher. so It is but- great. And I love the very
0: beginning, too. It's like, you know, when he's just... <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of great scenes. Um, like, I mean, the only thing that... The only thing... There's only two things I didn't like about this movie, looking back, basically, other than the bad acting, which I like. But um, is it is the representation of the LGBT being a killer. That's fine. It's part of the 80s. I get it. We've moved on. And then the second thing is it's... I get that it's supposed to be dark and they keep the lights off. To like not arouse suspicion from the it outside. It is a dark. It is a but dark it's movie. it's so 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 dark. Like you can't see shit. Oh um, no,
1: I agree. And also, now this isn't an issue for me, but I can see it being an issue for other people. Is that the deaths don't? Ha- there for one. There aren't really that many deaths. A lot of people, like four of the, I think it's like four of them survive. Four of them but,
0: survive, which is very rare. You yeah, expect a Yeah, which final, I thought was a,
1: which I thought personally was a really cool twist because you're not used to seeing that.
0: You're not used to seeing um, fourteen survive. And another, another twist about who did survive and who didn't survive. The two. You think
1: John's? You you for sure think John's going to survive? The guy you, that um. The guy that um, whose Gets dad a, owns
0: the place. Yeah, you for, b- b- even before that, you for sure think that Melissa is probably going to be the final girl.
1: Melissa is she the one with the dra- the dinosaur
0: hair? The, the amazing the nerdy dinosaur, the virginal dinosaur tattoo yeah, girl. I yeah, d-
1: I never thought she would be the.
0: And or you, or they might twist you and make it Sean. but Melissa and Sean are so virginal. They're so innocent, but yet they're the first ones hooking up. Yeah, I, 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 I
1: f- see, I thought they would die. I was pretty sure they were gonna die pretty. I soon.
0: mean, I knew I knew Kim would die. I kind of thought John would die. Of the two, of the four that survived, the one girl that I wish would have died was the one with the huge brown hair that sounded like a dying hyena. The whole movie. Oh my
1: god, her name's like Bunky Jones in real life, and she's the literal worst act. Like she is the one thing that I fucking hate about this movie. She's like, which is like I don't understand. She's the worst Uh, actress I've
0: ever seen. Like um, Kim was amazing, and like
1: the one that has sex for the first time.
0: Kim, she is it, is that oh no,
1: Kim, I'm sorry. Kim is the one that gets her head cut off. Yeah, um, but she's
0: she, she's the one that totally evo- evokes evokes whatever how you pronounce it, um, '80s vibe. She's got the leg warmers, the the hair, the pink lipstick. I mean, just the hoops. I mean, she's just she, the, yeah. Like,
1: I feel like she was in something else too, but she looks a lot like the girl. And I know it's not the same girl, but she looks a lot like the girl in Evil Laugh that is blonde and whatever
0: she also looks to me like um larry david's wife (laughs) not larry david (laughs) not larry david she's on that show though um she's that um i don't know i'll come back to it but it's she's a blonde comedian actress but yeah cam was my favorite character in the movie actually surprisingly well maybe not
1: Hey, this is a really huge side note, but um, I'm just wondering in your opinion, so y'all can stop listening if you want uh, <laughs> for regular if you're gonna buy regular bread because I don't buy whole wheat, would oh you rather have just white bread or the Hawaiian bread? or is the Hawaiian bread too sweet?
0: I mean, I do the Hawaiian bread because I don't eat white bread. i eat I do eat wheat bread, but I'll do Hawaiian also because I can make sliders out of it.
1: True. Okay. Anyway, sorry guys. <laughs> Back to the
0: being gagged without with with bread, I guess. Gag me with bread.
1: Gag me with bread.
0: <laughs> Gag me with King's Hawaiian. Okay. Um <clears throat> so one of my questions that I think that I had And I was wondering. So, okay, you mentioned how there's not that many kills in this, and that's the reason this and people don't like it, which is cool, um, because there are only like six or seven kills. If you, I mean, I hate. I'm not gonna discount the 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 prostitute at the beginning, because sex workers even in this movie in the '80s totally overlooked her death is just like five seconds, nobody cares. But you know, she deserves justice. Um, But my question is, why do you think he like puts on their clothes after he kills a man or male or female? He puts on their clothes.
1: And then, uh, the kid, and then why do the kids and then why do the kids
0: continue falling for it?
1: That's the other thing that I was kind of trying to touch on when I was saying that I don't really think that the reason he's doing this, like I don't think it's like a gay panic thing, um, is because of just he he I don't I don't really think that he's a cross dresser. I don't really think he's transsexual. I do think he's gay, but I just think that he has so much going on it's like a, oh it's like turned into a psychopathy that that's the only thing i can think of is just that he is doing it to trick them and i don't yeah i don't think he's doing it to get pleasure out of dressing in a woman's clothing although if he was that's fine i'm just saying like i just don't think that's what he's doing
0: yeah, but when he does dress up as Kim and he's bopping around, like
1: that's my favorite part of oh the movie. Oh my God.
0: That was a total mood. And I was just sitting there and I started like thrashing around. And my husband's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, she is getting it. we are vibing. We're getting this together. But it yeah, wasn't. because
1: he's doing that, like, he's backwards. He's doing that thing where he crosses his arm. It's almost like a workout move.
0: Yes. Like he was totally getting it. And I was, I was feeling it. I loved it. And that's what made me think, like wow, um, this is kind of also creepy. If you know, if you were like there watching it, knowing it wasn't her, but then they thought it was her. So I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of dark and twisted if you're in their POV. But for my POV, I was loving it.
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, and well, the th- it tri- I mean, it, it clearly tricks them because, I mean. Well, let's
0: be real. Everything tricks them. Okay, first of all, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why there is a um, a furniture store with like 75 billion mannequins in it first of all.
1: Yeah, that but that is something they address in the movie.
0: Well, but the, do they address why every time they see a mannequin they scream like get over it. It's a mannequin. Get I think
1: up. it free. well, I know that they discussed that like uh his dad put him in there to make it seem more realistic or something.
0: I mean, they, I get that, but, like... They're no, I'm just saying. If, I'm, no, I mean, I get it. I get it, but, like, they're constantly freaked out by it. Like, but yet...
1: I don't know. I might be, I might be if, like, I was running... If I was playing hide-and-seek, and, seek and I, especially, like, once I knew I was, like, people are trying to kill me, and I was running, like, away... F- or trying to get away from a killer, and, like, a random creepy mannequin, like, is in the side or something. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. That, i mean if you run away from killer that could be the killer you know i mean if you but
0: yeah, I, I just wish it at, at once like they would have i don't know that if i saw it, it was too dark if i did did they ever actually have the killer in the mannequin like groups uh,
1: the first i think the first um the first his first kill because he doesn't have anyone any of their clothes to dress in. maybe his second kill too because i don't think he puts on no he does put on her teddy but when he kills melissa and sean
0: yeah they're
2: the first i'm like
1: 99 sure he has on um uh he has on like a mannequin's clothes for that one because he didn't have any clothes to steal
0: i gotcha oh my god and melissa's death to me was hilarious uh because it's like when he's like drowning her in this like I thought that
1: was very I thought that was really cool for for that time period though to like show underneath the sink
0: yeah it was super cool uh and (laughs) um was it just me it looked like he was grabbing her head and like like a forced blowjob type thing like bobbing her head up and down up and down into the water and then drowning her is that just me
1: uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think that, but at the same time, it makes sense. It would make sense because, like,
0: it would make sense. from his from his ex con background, it might and his, yeah, it might make sense. But she was about to get some dino might fun, <laughs> and then boom! And poor Sean. And real quick, when it comes to Sean.
1: He was, he was in Beverly Hills. He was, I remember, I, just because I remember this, uh, he was in like two episodes of Beverly Hills 90210.
0: He was also in one episode of Saved by the Bell as Charlie Craterface Coburn.
1: Oh, yeah. The
0: episode when they have the acne medicine that makes everyone gets rid of zits, but then they all turn maroon. And he goes when uh, 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 they try to prove that it's him, do the laugh. He's like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting there the whole time, and I because I watched it on YouTube, and it was a little blurrier, also just being on YouTube, and a little darker in general. Uh, so I was like, I swear, what is he in? All I could hear was that uh, 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 when he's like makes that laugh that he's because he can't laugh, I guess. And I was like, what is he in? And then. Crater Face Coburn from Saved by the Bill. And I don't remember him from nine or two one oh, but then um
1: He wasn't, it wasn't like a big character. I think he was, he was, it was a guest spot. I mean, he kind of was a bigger character in the episode. Uh, It was either one or two episodes. He was like a, I think he like worked on, he was on the student council or something like that. It was like in an early episode. As long as he wasn't part of the people that were like, Donna Joe
0: must go, then I'm, no, uh, that way that
1: had, that hadn't happened for a couple years.
0: Uh, Okay, good. Because if he was against Donna Joe, then he got to go.
1: I can't remember if he's on student council or on the newspaper. or maybe both like the blaze or what isn't it called the blaze I think so yeah he's <laughs> he's like i think i think he's in um the i think he's on like the student council or something like that but um if he yeah, was on the,
0: I, if he was on the yearbook committee he would totally be somebody to like put somebody's
1: picture in somebody else's place oh my god he he's probably <laughs> did that to you <laughs> Did you like the picture I sent you of my dog? And then I just slightly zoomed in just like a little bit. It, looked exa- craw- it was exactly. Off the side. It was
0: exactly. Oh my the God. Same.
1: Poor Wilson Payne. Sorry, Wilson, that, that whoever did that to you.
0: All right. So at the beginning of this movie, um, you know, when he's like driving down the road, and it just looks like he's in like a, a dragon con parade, but instead of a parade of like furries and like star Wars characters, it's like just prostitutes. Like, is that real? Are there real places yeah. you, just, you just drive down the road and was like have you never watched have
1: boots? you never watched any Law and Order or anything like that?
0: Okay, that's also fictional. So okay, I wanted to know. But, but
1: no, no, but that is a real thing where like they would congregate like um in different there are like different spots that the, the police know that they congregate in. Like this these types will be here. Um there'll be like I mean it, and this is I don't know, did you ever watch Pose?
0: Oh, I love Pose. That's okay, yeah, show. so good.
1: But you know how like all the uh, trans prostitutes are always in that one place.
0: I think that might be for their safety. But yeah, I get yeah. No, the,
1: but that's a real thing. Like that they would call oh, it the, okay. like, that's where that that's where like that's that that's where they got it from. Was it was like real life?
0: Because I mean they, I have. I did see it in Pretty Woman as well, you know, when Kit's over there, and then that girl's like, I was just taking a rest. And she's like, Well, yeah, I'm old, so go rest up a Hala, Esther Wilson. Esther Williams, where you belong.
1: <laughs> no I funny. love I love when they go on the road trip and they're singing Boogie Oogie Oogie. That's probably one of my favorite scenes.
0: In which in which movie? Oh,
1: I'm sorry, I was talking about. Oh, it's but... back on
0: pose. Oh my god, their road trip to the house where the guys were. Yeah, when in... they're
1: singing Boogie Oogie Oogie in the car.
0: Yeah, on the way to that house where that yeah. guy's like in like in the box in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I love that episode. What? Oh, oh, and
1: when they go off on that woman at dinner.
0: Oh, and they're like, "Holt, she's like drinking." She goes,
1: hold, hold my, hold my glass or whatever.
0: She, well, she's drinking and holding her finger up, and you know she's about. Ba- oh my God, I, I, I love that's like that's probably my actual favorite Ryan Will uh, Ryan Murphy show is is um, Pose. I love it. It's just like it's just amazing.
1: Hey, it's a good one, and he doesn't throw in a million plot twists. So
0: yeah. And, okay, so you mentioned Law and Order, which makes me think. Yeah. No, you're you're good. But that takes me back to the the opening movie. Like, the opening scene, the prostitute scene, the theme song. It just reminded me, like, very 48 Hours or Night Court or Law & Order. Like, I wasn't really digging the intro music. I know you liked it more than I did. I
1: don't like the intro music. Really.
0: Oh, good. It just seems very jazzy. I
1: mean, I don't, think it's just like, duh, I mean, I don't really think much of it because it's just like, duh, duh. Like... Well, it's better than the last. The rest of the
0: music to me sounds like literally, it sounds like a sped up cello version of Halloween. It's like dun 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 dun. And I'm like, is this this is like a cello Halloween on methamphetamines? Did you?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the dun 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 dun. Yeah,
0: yeah, I just was like, but it was cool as a cello. It was, – I think it was a cello. It wasn't synth. It didn't sound like. No. It was really it was pretty really good, though. I, I mean, like the cello aspect, if that's what it was.
1: <laughs> uh, the cello aspect. Um, Why do yeah. you like the
0: gay movie or the gay killer movie from the 80s? I like the cello. <laughs> <laughs> was it a weapon? No, it was just used in the uh, the music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's an episode of SVU where someone gets sodomized with a cello bow. Sorry. Had to think about it.
1: Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite episodes.
0: I remember that episode so vividly, but okay, we digress we,
1: i we, think,
0: yeah I think okay, I think that in this movie as well, um you mentioned it earlier, we'll mention it again. There's like six or seven deaths, but like, I think there are more references to Randy's haircut then there are deaths like they totally rag on it first of all his haircut doesn't look bad i don't know why they keep making fun of him also don't know what he looked like before he got this haircut but then i hate it when he's like oh it's just a haircut cost like six bucks <laughs> just like "Ooh." <laughs> but they're ragging on his haircut they're ragging on his haircut the whole movie and i just like I'd be like, bitch. Are you Helen Keller? Take off your glasses, your sunglasses. Like that's what I'd be making fun of him for. We're in the dark, abandoned furniture store. Take off your glasses, sunglasses. I don't care about your hair. I mean, the, I mean, they just made fun of him too much. <laughs> I think you agree. Your silence speaks volumes.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute.
0: God, uh- welcome to 2020 in a nutshell. I'm sorry. I was on mute.
1: <laughs> no, I I was actually talking. I was like, and he's he's like a horror movie like icon, really. Why is that? Because he's Ken and Summer Party Massacre Three.
0: <gasps> oh my God! Is he really?
1: Yes. We talked about this when we talked about Randy. Randy is, is the killer in sl- Slumber Party Masker three. We we talked about this when we talked about oh, Slumber
0: Party Oh, Mas- We did. And you know what I didn't even recognize him, but I think it was because of the hair and the sunglasses. <laughs> hey, because in the in Slumber Party Masquer, his hair is sort of like parted in the middle or almost like but droopy over his face, like early nineties. And he's not wearing sunglasses that cover his whole friggin' face, like like, uh, what's it? Corey Hart, like, get out of here.
1: I love that song, though. I used to think I hated it, but now I love it, so I, just FYI. I,
0: I love the hell of it. Oh, my God. 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 Sorry, I just realized that was him again. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind Same blown. guy.
1: So, they should respect him.
0: Did this come out before? No, or? yeah,
1: it came out before, so. Okay. They no, it's know.
0: fine. It's fine. Um, And then... You know this movie. Another thing this movie has going for it or against it, pfft, um, it doesn't have. It doesn't just have the least sexiest tripties ever. It has two of the least sexiest tripties ever.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: like one of them. I forget which girl it is, but she just is like. She starts to like sway her hips and like pulls her. Sh- I think it might be the 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 Binky girl, or whatever her name is, Buckley Binky Bunky. She like takes um, her shirt off. Bunky Jones. And then, like, she's very seductive, and that's all she does. But then the other one is, like, pretty much on par with, like, um, Berkeley from Showgirls or Denny Moore from Striptease. I mean, she's all on it. She's giving full flash dance vibes, thrusting down, breaking her back, breaking her spine. And then she's like, Was that sexy? I saw it in a porn.
1: <laughs> that was. Was that her? Or was that the that was
0: other second? One? That was the second girl.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Okay.
0: Yeah, that was the second one. That was the actual full-on strip tease. I mean, she gave us at least like, I don't know, thirty seconds to a minute and a half of like full-on stripping and dancing. It was, I mean, it was entertaining. But he was like, "Never my wildest dreams," and I'm like, "Oh." Did
1: you notice that she has the shortest torso of all time?
0: Which one? The first one, Bunky? The,
1: no, not Bunky, the other girl.
0: Is it Judy? I don't even know another name.
1: Yeah, Judy's her name. It is Judy. Yeah.
0: I I didn't. I did think it was interesting, but I thought maybe her hair was just like
1: no. Her hair doesn't go that far down. Her torso is like seriously <laughs> short.
0: <laughs> it's just a short... well, you know what? You can't. You can't hate on something. Someone's it's just natural shortness, but uh, that made her boobs look bigger.
1: I mean, I can if I want to. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> I just um, I'm trying to think what else what else is going on in this movie like right now like um, we've gotten to a lot of the deaths they've had a lot of sex oh
1: and the deaths are not my favorite part this movie is just like it's kind of just like you know a teen comedy from the 80s to me that just throws in some death scenes
0: 100 percent because the deaths now there are like they they get better as they i think
1: i, I mean the kim death scene in that head is really good
0: okay so i think w- we can just go into real quick the deaths overall they they i think they actually get better and better and better so you get the prostitute, I,
1: thought, I think yeah i think john's death is pretty good the,
0: the very first death the prostitute stabbed in the stomach the second girl, Melissa, is drowned in, like, the sink.
1: <laughs> I th- I thought that – the only reason I thought that was cool is because I liked their the – underwater. I, I don't think they had – I had, well, I haven't seen a movie that came out before then that used that kind of, like, camera angle kind of thing. So I think that was cool.
0: Yeah. Then the next one was Sean. He was picked up and thrown on a bunch of spikes. And
1: I, I like it. No, I, I do like his. I thought that was John yeah. for a second. Yeah. I no, don't know I why like, there like are – s-
0: bike decorations in a furniture store but hey but
1: there's i mean mannequins
0: so well then speaking of mannequins John we we up the Annie with each kill then John gets impaled with a fucking mannequin's arm
1: yeah and that one's cool too that
0: was pretty cool and then up the Annie more Kim gets bludgeoned nude on top of the elevator lift and then gets yeah
1: and it isn't even the killer it's the it's her friends her friend like i mean i know it technically is the killer because he one that put her up there and peter but if the if those kids hadn't been using the elevator,
0: she wouldn't had her head cut off. Exactly.
1: Like that. So it's like that. That I think that is really cool because you don't see that a lot in movies where um, the killer somehow gets someone else to do the dirty work, kind of. And this one, he definitely does because he's like, I'm just gonna put her up here. I mean, I figure. I just assume he's thinking, well, you know, if they decide to go in the elevator, then they're going to kill her. Cause I mean, he hasn't done anything else with her. So.
0: Right. Um, I mean, the only other movie that I can kind of think where that happens is, I guess slaughter high. She accidentally hits somebody in the face with like, Oh ass.
1: yeah, but that's different. That's okay, different. That, that happens in, I think, ha- yeah, it happens in ad- Halloween H2O also where, uh, the like her like Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend at the school, like mm-hmm. that she's the working at or whatever. Joe Montana
0: uh, or whatever his name is. That's
1: not who it is, but oh, uh, <laughs> no. it was him. That's the guy from uh Joe Montana is the guy from uh um, Criminal Minds, but um, <laughs> but not the same. He is a famous actor. I can't remember his name right now, but it's not him. So. Uh, <laughs> But he like acts doesn't he accidentally? I think it's LL Cool J. Yeah, I don't He, he shoot he sh, they're running away from Michael and they think gotcha. they like just like get scared and shoot him, but like oh, that man doesn't that speak volumes for today? Yeah, that's that's crazy because that came mm-hmm. out way before like it Trayvon any of I mean stuff had been happening but not like that kind of stuff. I yeah. wasn't well, in the news. Okay, it had been happening, but it, we didn't know about it. But that's that's like a... That came out before all that happened, and wow. What a... What a shitty... like Yeah,
0: and it was Adam Arkin. He looks like him to me. Adam Arkin's his name.
1: He does uh, look like the other guy, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, but in those instances, it's like they accidentally like, I don't count that when they are, they're just scared and they think they're being chased by somebody, which they are, but then someone else ends up coming around. So, yeah. And what, what so do you, I don't count uh, that. I don't count that. I'm counting like where he put her on that elevator and it was really at the end of the day up to those kids, whether she lived or died. I mean, he was putting her fate in their hands. Now, would he have killed her Anyway, he if, would have
0: killed her anyway.
1: It, well, I, that's he what I'm was saying. up there,
0: yeah.
1: Like if she, if they didn't do it, would he if have? They, I mean, we really don't know.
0: When you're saying they were sc- that people, like you know, in the example of H two O and Slaughter High, that they were scared. Well, yeah, they were. They were frantically pushing the elevator button. They were trying to get right, away. Right, but
1: it's but it's a little bit different than like having a gun and like accidentally shooting someone. What
0: about then? What would you consider when Juno? Um, Puts a pickaxe, uh, uh, climbing Are axe. Are you talking Sarah. about
1: Ellen Page?
0: No, I'm thinking that Juno puts a pickaxe or a climbing axe through Sarah's neck, or sorry, Beth's neck in the descent.
1: Oh, you know what? I only watched half of that movie and then I got bored with it, so oh I don't God.
0: know. We we're we're gonna we're, 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 okay we'll see that. No,
1: too. it's a movie that I need to watch. It's just that I really um like. We'll watch it together. Of, I remember De- well one of my ex boyfriends, Derek. He loved that movie, but like. And he had watched it before we started dating. And the, like, feeling... I know that it's oh. very claustrophobic.
2: Yeah. And oh, And totally. I
1: do not do... Like, I... It, it's not that... It wouldn't be because it was, like, terrifying. I just... It makes me anxious. Like, That's the closed point. spaces. It's just like, that. why do you think I kicked down my bathroom door? <laughs> because I was just... It made me feel... Even though I wasn't didn't even need to use it right then. Like, I could have uh, gone to the other bathroom. I was like... It just... When I feel like I'm closed in somewhere, even if it's an open area. Yeah. If I feel like I can't get out, I freak out. So, like, aren't they spelunking and shit in a cave? Yeah. Yeah, see, like, mm, no. They do that at, like, they have that. You can do that at the Lost Sea, I think, and shit like that. And I'm like, hell no. And speaking
0: of claustrophobia, like, you would think that this movie – okay, so this movie – hide and go shriek did evoke some claustrophobic vibes and I think it was because the lights were turned off the whole time and it was dark. But then at the same time, I didn't really get a sense of like how big the store was, how many floors the store was. I felt yeah, like it, it was it, endless.
1: It felt like it was endless. And so
0: that that kind of counteracted, I think, the claustrophobia yeah. that was supposed to set in with the darkness and abs- you know what I mean? To me anyway.
1: Oh no, I agree. I, I didn't
0: agree. feel claustrophobic I, in this one.
1: Um uh I do think it was pretty cool that um sorry that uh, I thought I thought that there were parts of, the, of just because of what the like what was happening in the movie like you know they can't have the lights on um
0: and, and then stuff they like couldn't that. Because they and the then once and
1: off. then I think it's so cool because this and this doesn't happen a lot I mean especially in slasher movies, this is not how this has not happened very much but uh when they go to the um window oh yeah and there there's a cop right out there and he can't hear them and they're like, just stuck i mean i thought that was such a good
0: yeah and that i think that
1: because there's even like a wino guy like across the street that's like you know whatever
0: he is i think they're playing then on that on like like a very small nod to the issues with classism like they're focused on this homeless guy literally doing nothing wrong and they're not looking at this ritzy ass furniture store while four kids are banging in the windows for help like i mean they're just focused on this homeless guy literally just sitting there doing nothing
1: no yeah i know i thought yeah, well awesome. that's totally a i mean that's another um yeah. that's another like ahead of its time view of how <laughs> shitty Cops,
0: and how shit, how shit, like hasn't changed in forty years, and we're finally exposing at forty.
1: It. <laughs> you try four hundred. I mean, well, like,
0: oh, well, that too. But like, yeah, like, but we're finally like exposing it more and more and more. And yes, we should.
1: <laughs> but I, you know, I always think it's really cool because to to look at like slashers uh-huh. and do that because, um, people poo poo slashers, and you know, yeah, I know they're not. And in horror movies in general, I've never, they're, they're, they've always been known to, um, like, uh, gross a lot of money, the good, the good ones, they're, they're good for that, like, you put out a horror movie and a lot, like, a lot of demographics will go see them and stuff. However, they're not ever really looked at as critically acclaimed, except for when you talk about, you know, something like The Exorcist or The Shining or Rosemary's Baby. Te- you know, those the big ones, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw, the stuff like that.
0: If, and if you consider Silence of the Lambs, horse, some do. Some oh, do. I do.
1: I, I yeah. think I, I mean, think it's more. I think it's more on the thriller side. Right, but, I but think it's probably- still. It's kind of like um, – I really think that movie Fear, as ridiculous as it is, it is more of a thriller. But it's also a, a horror movie because yeah. the last – like it, when he – like at the end, when he like comes to the door or he th- – after he throws their de- their dead dog's head into – like through the doggy door – and he's like at the at the peep and he's like let me in the fucking house like that shit is scary
0: yeah i'm going to i'm going to i'm even if it's border more thriller than horror i'm still going to give it the horror nod because critically acclaimed movies like that Fear, Silence of the Lambs that are more thriller. I wouldn't say thriller. Fear was
1: critically acclaimed, but... Oh, God, they got a lot of great reviews for um, uh, Jessica Lang's character. A lot of, it got a lot of horrible own. reviews, too, for oh, because right. of, like, the scenes where he's beating his chest and, like, carving Nicole forever, or what
0: he's... Wait, no, no, we're talking about two different movies. You're talking about Fear. I'm talking about Cape Fear.
1: Oh, you're talking about Cape Fear. No, I'm talking about Fear with... Horrible. Oh, no, I'm talking about...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I
1: mean, yeah, no, and I, I agree with you. That is a thriller horror, too, but but the movie Fear as ridiculous as it is I th- there are really creepy parts of that movie and
0: like when the guy's peeing on the sunroof or the whatever the sky window or no
1: I, yeah well yeah was- but also like when the kid's calling for his dog with the dog whistle and they push the, just the dog's head through the doggy door oh yeah and then like when he's in the peephole and he's like it could have been easy whatever and then, he, and then he just like all of a sudden, just screams into the peephole. So let me in the fucking house. It's so creepy. That part's really creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I- <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was totally. Well, confused those, about, I
1: like, that, that no, no, that, I
0: was just confused because I was like, "Wait a second. That's I'm not. That's about- not
1: like a heart horror- That's not. No, I can, see-, I I can about- see why you
0: did that. I was talking about Martin Scorsese's Cape Fear the whole time. No,
1: I know. I and I, I could, <laughs> but, but I can see where though. There, I mean, fear well. is not as good of a movie I, but actually you know what i if you gave if you put in front of me cape fear and fear and asked me which one i wanted to watch i would pick fear every single time i'm not a huge fan of cape fear i like it like once it i don't think it has a good rewatchability, even yeah, though i my, think the acting is amazing in it but um
0: yeah my point for bringing up cape fear was just for the fact that like silence of the lambs it's it's a thriller with horror vibes that got that got Critical Oscar and Golden Globe success. That was my whole point.
1: When you said that, I was like, "Fear did not." No. <laughs> Kate, Kate, <laughs> like he fingered, he fingered her on an on a roller coaster. She's the best while, song of all time. While Bye. listening to uh, the, Sunda, the Sunday's version of Walk yeah, Horses. the best version. Um, but uh, anyway, back to like, I think that as much slack as like, especially slasher movies get, totally. um. Like, they do, they, that like, some of their stuff is really ahead of the time when you go back and look at it. Oh, yeah, like, totally. Because, because they're allowed to take more risks because of the, because they know it's, a, you know, it's just a slasher movie. So they can get away with more because, for one, a horror movie is going to get put out anyway because uh, even if they're not critically
0: yeah they're not good. Looking for that. yeah they're they are not
1: looking for like that. they know people like especially like teenagers will come watch them so you know and even if they don't get like i don't i don't think this had a theatrical release but i mean like i'm sure it's i'm sure if i own it i like i mean i know i own a lot of stuff that's very uh like no probably no one else has but I, I figure people, I have this on Blu-ray and on VHS, so I'm pretty sure, like, you know, it it did okay, for, especially for a late 80s slasher, because that's kind of when people, oh, like, not me, I like late like 80s slashers, but a lot of people think that's when the slasher genre was really going to shit and, like, well, no, it, it was
0: wouldn't. the late '80s at that point, but this was different. But this was
1: well. I, but I pre- no. See, I prefer the late '80s. No, this like,
0: was this was this was around the time when Friday the Thirteenth was going straight to VHS. It wasn't even yeah, going. Yeah,
1: actually. To VHS.
0: Like I mean, I mean. I think
1: when I say late '80s, I'm <laughs> talking like '86, '87, '88. Those are probably my favorite years for slashers.
0: Yeah, and this is when they were built. they because
1: there's there was a they're lot not of straight good.
0: there was a lot of straight to VHS. Yeah, they're like, not
1: great. They're very silly.
0: But from famous franchises were straight to
1: VHS. Yeah. I mean. Well, I don't think four When did Nightmare on Elm Street start going straight? Because it didn't on a four went in the theaters if i think five went in the theaters
0: there were some weren't there some friday 13th that went straight to theaters oh friday 13th straight straight uh, straight to
1: no no all of them were theatrical release at least uh at least up through jason yeah even jason x was yeah because i remember seeing them at the theater or the first one i can even remember seeing a poster for outside of the theater was jason goes to hell well,
0: I remember that because they were like rebooting. But it. then oh,
1: I remember was... when Jason T- Jason X came out, and it was in the theater because I I'd... that
0: was also past That was post reboot. You could get any money at that point. But the yeah. late '80s were very bad for a lot of things. Were bypassing theaters. People were tired of the genre. People were tired of the recycled everything. It was a very bad time. But this and one. I,
1: but I think people look at look at like slashers, especially. I think they look at it in the wrong. Like in the wrong way because th- the they did change how they made slashers at the end of the at the end, which is why I like later slashers more because they started ha- they just started having more fun with themselves and there was more humor and there was a little bit of silliness. Whereas in the earlier ones, they were very very serious and I don't like those as much because I just feel like it's a slasher. I want to have fun, so right. <clears throat> I like that they. And I think that they were smart to change over to become a different... Because if you watch a late 80s slasher, it's not going to look anything like a slasher from 81. Oh, no. So you're going to have a lot more humor and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I prefer them. I like that they... It's, it's, and it's also clear they know, you know, they know what they're doing. Um, They're, they're, they're making it funny on purpose. They're doing silly stuff on purpose. I oh, think.
0: yeah. Silly stuff and boobs is all you need.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, by the way, and I'm going to go ahead and say it on this podcast. I want our next one to be Last Slumber Party.
0: Oh, I love Last Slumber Party. Oh,
1: my God. And yes. you. Yeah, I think that should be our next one. I'm sure everyone else is like, hell yeah. And talk. remember when I said that... Um, what was the one we were talking about where I said someone... Oh, Sorority House Massacre, where that girl is just a sponge. It was just like... Sucks any energy out of the whole movie. Oh, Laura. Yeah. Uh, Laura Beth. Um, <laughs> which I did know a Laura Beth when I was little. And she had to wear diapers and Peter Pan until she was like 10. So whatever. Okay, hey. Hey, sorry if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> but you know you did, so can't with you. She's well, she was never whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um But that the main girl in Last Lumber Party, where I got the analogy of the sponge, I was and I couldn't think of a better way to say it. But when I was listening to his series continues and they were talking about last lumber party that that main girl he referred to as a sponge because she not i don't think she's as bad as as beth laura whatever from sorority house massacre honestly but like man get like with that movie get ready for some of the most homophobic remarks for no reason it's it's comical it gets comical to a point because it's just like <laughs> what the fuck is happening with you guys like
0: well, we will get into that then i cannot wait to talk oh yeah about the i last mean it's like
1: there are excited. so many yeah that one's gonna be really good also there's a rift tracks version of it so
0: yeah but, and so so and back to high go shriek with the killer. We're about to be, we're basically, we're basically about the end of the movie at this point where we realize that it's not the snake tattooed person that lives in the basement. There's like a lover who's come back into the mix being like, I thought the kids were trying to take you away from me or get between us. Um, Okay, well that's, that's cool and all, but like, why didn't Fred, who was the, um, the newly hired ex-con with the snake tattoos, why did he not just be like, hey kids, um, my ex-lover's trying to kill you all, well, like, don't worry, it's not me.
1: Because at first, he thought they were breaking into the place.
0: So you're going to kill them all? That's not your job.
1: Well, he's an ex-convict with a snake tattoo. I'm just saying. That ain't your <laughs> what job. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, like, clearly, if you've been to prison once, uh, especially if you were in there long enough to get a gay boyfriend, um, when you're not really gay, I know that I know that stuff happens. But it, like I feel like you'd have to be there for an extended amount of time to like go that far if you're right. not a gay, gay person. So, um, Or maybe he is, and he just doesn't want to admit it. Whatever. But... Um, Maybe he just doesn't know any better anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm, gonna, I'm going to protect fine furniture.
0: I mean, yeah. like, But he also could have used his words also. I mean, I get it. Whatever. It wouldn't have made for a great plot. But he ended up getting his ass fucking pummeled by these teenagers and then tied up. And then, you know, this this, this person who's been killing people the whole movie and dressing in their clothes comes out wearing a fucking... Leather studded harness, like
1: what? I know. Where did like you get what? that, dude? Where did
0: you get that? First of all, you kind of looked really fierce as hell in it. You give me great. He did.
1: Pretty- Listen, if he if his hair hadn't been looking like, uh, it would just sticking straight out the back because he looked like I mean his hair was he yeah. didn't have he didn't have much, but what he did have was wild. Yeah, and then on top of <laughs> that, he just doesn't know how to do makeup. Like, girl.
0: Like, like yeah, I mean it's the '80s. We didn't really learn. Their contouring wasn't a thing yet.
1: Fully well, shaded was it, what's thing that's yet. what I mean. It was though in Killer Party.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: So I mean, but it's it's like some dude that doesn't even know how to completely get rid of his uh, like five o'clock shadow even in the morning, and then he's because it the scene where in the beginning where he's putting blush on it oh, for that's some awful. reason I can I I can like it's like I can hear the hair the, the, you know what i mean yeah oh yes yeah. you can hear it yes yeah. i
0: was like you just shaved like wait what happened why or maybe he Go did
1: I, yeah he acts like he just i was like get a new razor you know like you have to get a new one every once in a while i know you've been in jail for a while but like
0: god and you but probably had someone you
1: probably had a barber in there that did it for you
0: when he comes out with that with the with a, ch- with a choker and a leather harness i'm like oh m jesus
1: yeah because where did he get that
0: who knows
1: Maybe from one of the prostitutes he kills.
0: Maybe upstairs, there's an S and M room at this furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> probably,
1: yeah, because John's now now John's dad is like a sec, weird sex maniac. Yeah,
0: did we ever see John?
1: John, I mean, is sorry, sorry. did we ever see John? Yeah, dad? yeah, you see him when they're leaving. He's leaving with that guy that's the probably the worst actor in the movie, which is saying a lot. And they're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> that he's like, but well, why do you have to let let this guy work in the store? And he's explaining why he hired him.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: And but the guy's like, like it's like on cue, but like half a second late every line he delivers. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so you, you see him right there.
0: And then so then after um, Zach, who is the killer, kills Fred, who is the new worker, which we think is the killer. Um, and then he slips on Kim's. Decapitated head and falls down the elevator shaft. You know, but, we think he's dead. First of all, that should have killed uh, anybody.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And yeah. It also, if even if it didn't kill you, I don't think you'd be. You couldn't walk. You couldn't like get out of your stretcher that they put you on. And also on change clothes. Change clothes and then get in a car and drive away. Yeah, with, like get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah,
1: already. and also like make us out. <laughs> I mean, here, he, hell, I'm here for it if you want to do a sequel cuz clearly that's what that opened that up to do.
0: Yeah, he looked at the camera. He looks right into my private parts and winks or smiles or something. I mean,
1: it, yeah, it's what been almost 30 almost 35 years.
0: Oh my god, it, Emily, commission it. Get it done. Get, be, get yeah, a lot it, of money I'm, I'm and like, produce it.
1: What but he might be dead though. I guess I'll have to look into it.
0: Well, it can be his like maybe
1: they had maybe he had a son or a
0: daughter um, like hmm. Maybe he got some prostitute pregnant that he didn't kill. That's maybe true. she, maybe she didn't die and she was pregnant, and had a baby. I mean, we we could really open this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, hiding go two coming at you t- in twenty twenty two. Oh my guys. god, I can't wait. I gave us two years, so I'll stay gagged for that. <laughs> well, not two years, only one year. So maybe twenty twenty three. Be looking for it. I will stay gagged for that. Okay, so you gave it three and a half to four stars. Yeah, I'm
0: still. I'm probably on about, I'm probably three and a half.
1: I'm going to put it, okay, as a slasher movie, because you know it's my favorite slasher. I'm giving it like probably 4.5 to 5, honestly, as a slasher. Now I'm saying like compared to other movies that are like horror movies that I can see are better movies, I give it a four.
0: That makes sense. I get
1: that. And the more I watch it, the i I don't know it it holds up for me i watch it probably like three or four times a year honestly
0: i need to get it on dvd or blu-ray so i can watch it more because i do not like the youtube quality it was just not i didn't think it was
1: terrible for youtube
0: not for youtube but i i think that on dvd it would still be better and then like
1: hell i'll send you my blu-ray call i don't know it was cheap i'll look it up I have it on VHS and Blu-ray and the (laughs) Blu-ray doesn't really like my VHS copy is fine. It doesn't really do that much to add, Uh but it does. I mean, you can see stuff a little bit better, but I mean, in general, it is a dark movie. So yeah,
0: YouTube just made it blurry and dark.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we're done talking about hide and go shriek.
0: We are done with that. And uh, I, again, will stay gagged on, uh, everything I could think to stay gagged on, whether it's spikes, dinosaur earrings. D-
1: that dinosaur earrings. Stay spiked I mean, on the dinosaur earrings. Or or the hair they cut off Randy's head to ha- yeah. make him have that buzz cut.
0: Yeah, rest in peace. The rest in haircut.
1: peace, hair. Get Six. gagged with that.
0: I'm gagged with the $6 haircut.
2: <laughs>
1: he does say it was six dollars doesn't he six bucks yeah oh bucks of course randy would never say dollars shit (laughs) okay stay gagged and we'll see y'all next time remember it's every wednesday see ya
0: see you guys